And you've reached the Peter Rabbit Hole. An hour-long podcast where we discuss a six to seven-minute storybook. What are we reading this week, Annika? This week, we're reading Nobody Likes a Goblin by Ben Hatke, whose name we have figured out how to pronounce, and we are very proud. Thank you, authors, for making a video pronouncing your name correctly. Fun fact! Katie, tell me about Ben Hatke, whose name we've just figured out. Did you know that Ben Hatke's birthday was just last week oh. on June 4th. Happy birthday, Ben Hackey. It'll, it'll be a couple weeks yeah, by then. I know. But whatever. He grew up with sisters and is the father to four daughters and therefore likes to concentrate on making strong women roles <laughs> in such of his well-known books as Zeta the Space Girl, Ooh. a graphic novel. I have heard good things about I've heard about it before. I, I haven't, haven't read it. Same thing. Zeta the Space Girl mm-hmm. was actually his wife's creation in high school. Like oh. when they got, he like kind of took it and like expanded it and made fun. it. Into that. Yeah, I thought that was really fun and loved that she was um, part of that. Yeah. yeah, very cool. As a child, his family was part of the Society for Creative Anachronism, which I Googled. Yes. I oh, even did, did you not know? Did you not I did know? Not know but oh, boy. What a great time. As they are an international living history group with aims of studying and recreating mainly medieval European cultures and their histories before the 17th century. Yeah. You can find a lot of interesting fiber art, like oh, real, bet. like traditional natural dye stuff from the SCA. Cause there's people who are like genuinely doing it with like the urine Ooh. and all the bits. Cause that's what you use to, yeah. To more than most dyes, yeah. honestly. Um, and there are people out there who are committed to the cause and they're recreating that. Good Morton. For them. Yeah. It's really interesting though. They've got some cool some real cool GeoCities blogs, or at least they did nothing for. It seems like do you need more from a Ren Fair? Yes. Do you need some more authenticity? Do you need it to be more real? More this- immersive. These are your people. Yes. So it's not surprising that his activities largely are RPG. Yep. Role-playing games. Yes. Just in case you're me. (laughs) Archery. Uh Uh-huh. Flame-eating. And amateur tumbler. Obviously. Obviously. (laughs) Also, according to his uh, author photo, he seems to know how to fight with a rapier. Oh, I don't have that because I don't have the paper. Oh, oh, yes. Like, that's a nice rapier he's got in this author's photo. And I don't know if it's his, but like the outfit, the doublet's good. He's got the glove and his stance is at least stage accurate, if not actual accurate. (laughs) We only know stage accurate. (laughs) Anyway. Nobody likes a goblin. What synopsis do you have for us, Annika? The synopsis is, there's a goblin who lives in a dungeon. He's best friends with a skeleton who also lives in the dungeon. Uh, The dungeon is full of things like spiders and bats and gold, because that's what is in a dungeon. One day, adventurers come and they sweep through and they take all the gold and all the skeleton and they make off with them. And so Goblin decides that he's going to go on a quest to retrieve his friend. 
and he does. And so he goes off on his adventure and everyone, nobody likes the god, nobody likes goblins, obviously. Right. Goblins are terrible. And so everywhere he goes, he gets chased by the, everyone. Like, the farmer and the townspeople and some elves and, you know, yeah. everybody who's not a goblin. He finds the skeleton and they take shelter in a cave. And inside that cave are many more goblins. <laughs> And so those goblins team up with our goblin to take on the mob that has been following our goblin. And every, well, goblins live happily ever after. Which are the ones we care about. Yes. We are pro-goblin. Goblin. Yes. Terry Pratchett would be proud. I bet he would. And that is pretty much the story. Yeah. It's got big, specifically Dungeons and Dragons vibes. Yeah. In a great way. Yeah, yeah. As someone not a player or that much more familiar than general yeah. public you knowledge. You know that there's probably this a just dungeon felt and a right. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas I read this and I'm like, ooh, that character, one of those adventurers, I play them. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. The adventurers have fantastic individual personalities. Well, yes, they have to. Because there's the wizard and there's the barbarian. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But I can tell you in the art synopsis, I can tell you... Wait. Oh. No, we did the synopsis. Shelving notes. There aren't any. I know. No shelving notes. Goblins. Fiction. Magical creatures. Fiction. Fiction. Friendship. Fiction. Adventuring. Fiction. Fiction. (laughs) Art synopsis. (laughs) Art synopsis. Very helpfully, this book tells me... That the art was created with India ink, Sakura Micron pencils, watercolors, and assorted brushes. Uh, sorry, Micron pens. Micron pens. Watercolors and assorted brushes on Arch's 140-pound hot press watercolor medium. This cracks me up how detailed. It's like, right? And brushes, you're like... Water- assorted brushes. <laughs> I assumed you were... The watercolors kind of implied. It's brushes. very hard to finger paint with watercolors. There's a fun drop it and like blow through yeah. a straw <laughs> but this is not it so while i think that was super detailed of the tools it's not really indicative of what you are looking at it's big watercolors with yeah. lots of sketchy lines on top yeah also just wonderful they're so good like there's so much character and <sighs> goblin looks like a goblin but also looks like a friend yes and there's there's Excellent detail. Yeah. But then we have a great let things just kind of fade off. Into the darkness or into the distance. And like skeleton is a genuine skeleton. Oh, yeah. Very clearly. It looks friendly. Super friendly skeleton. And then the adventurers look like adventurers. And there's great distinction between like the elves all have a distinctive look. The goblins all have a very distinctive look. The townspeople look like, you know, townspeople. If I could ever move on from like my ability to draw, this is these are the yes. illustrations I would want to create. Yeah, they're just so lovely. Yeah. I really love. Um, there's a cut the the over the mountains pages, which we'll get yes. to. The way that like the foreground has pe- the ink has the pen sketchiness, and then the, as the mountains fade Beautiful into the distance, there's no watercolor yeah. sky. Oh, it's so good. It uh, we'll get there. We'll get yeah. there. Okay. Great art, A plus, would recommend. Absolutely. Now, an intro. In general, if you are live actioning your role playing game, that is called a LARP. 
which is a live action role play. Which is really fun when you see people doing it at the oh park. Oh boy, what a great time. So good. They're having a great time. You're having a great, great time, time, but you stumbled upon them. Exactly. An RPG generally refers to a role-playing game that's a video game. Mm-hmm. And then a, a TTRPG is a tabletop role-playing game and generally is like there's a book of rules and everybody sits around and rolls dice. And it's basically play pretend with your friends, but roll dice about it. And Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons like, is one of those. I'd say like is the, the poster the, child yes. of it is the, the overarching known genre. One. There are other many, Absolute, many yeah. others, but that's the one that you will know if you are not familiar. And that is definitely the world that we are living in currently. Deep in the dungeon, the bats were sleeping soundly. Except for one poor bat who looks very stressed to be away. <laughs> His friend is snoring way too loud. He's like, duh, stop. I love that the spider is sleeping next to them, also hanging upside down. Yes. Okay. We're in a dungeon. Yeah. Except there's a door to the outside. So this is a D&D dungeon. Aha. Okay. Which means that it's not really a dungeon. Mm. It's basically an underground maze. Okay. With cool stuff in it. Yes. Because and also monsters. Th- perfect. Yeah. And because basically in a game, if you want to challenge your players and be like, please do the thing I want you to do, you, put, you get them to go into the dungeon because then they can't go off and like do 12 million other mm. things. Right. This is how you You're follow like, the plot And so of you the spend story. a lot of time being like, you don't know where anything goes. So like, do you take the left-hand turn or the right-hand mm. turn? And you know, you're like terribly trying to make yourself a map gotcha. on grid paper. It's extremely, extremely nerdy and so much fun. Okay. Because there's several other times I'm like, this does not feel like the dungeons of a magical princess castle, yeah. which is and the one I know. And this seems to be ju- a dungeon, a D&D dungeon of the like, it's just a hole in the ground variety rather than it's attached to like a building of right. any kind. Okay. And even so the architecture is very good mm-hmm. in this dungeon. I mean, it might be old it, catacombs, old catacombs or like old dwarf times. Mm-hmm. That's often a dungeon. Not that this necessarily is, but it could be. So goblin woke yeah. to a new day. And he's got his little nook. Which is quite like a nook. And he's got like his crate with his candles. He's reading a book. He's got a blanket. He's got some cool mushrooms. And then he lights the torches. He feeds the rats. Yes. He gnaws on an old boot for breakfast. (laughs) And what's fun about these pages are he's lit his candles. Yeah. Or his torches. Excuse me. And so the page is only illuminating what the torches will illuminate, and it's black, so it's this yes. little composite scene. Yeah, I really cute. love the way the darkness works while he's in his dungeon. Yes. And so he goes off to see... Oh, the mice crack me up every <laughs> time, because they look like furry hedgehogs, but with classic mice faces. Yes. They're very fuzzy mice. There's some really good detail, and then there's one or two times when he's like, this little blob's an animal. And you're like, sure. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and 
then we go to Skeleton's room. Yes, the treasure room. And every time I look at this big fabulous room, I'm like, why do why do we sleep in a little nook? But maybe it's we're a goblin. cozy. Goblins don't want to live in the treasure room. And then we just talk about hanging out with Skeleton. The things we do with Skeleton. The things we do are count the bats and play roll, roll the, the dice. dice. And they are definitely rolling polyhedral dice, which are <gasps> D20s. And they've got a couple of little miniatures. Oh, like they're straight I playing never, D&D. Like, oh, because I'm always taking in the treasure room. Yeah. I never, yes, that is so funny. And there's even like a couple cards yeah. that do not look like poker cards. They distinctly look like character. Yeah, like maybe you've got a little cheat sheet of like what your magic spells do or something. Or you have acquired the yeah. thing. And Part of me hopes that they are playing... It's like a cartoon or a strip, maybe, of like a wizard and a dragon and an elf sitting around a table and they're playing groceries and cubicles, maybe. They're playing humans. Oh, I'm with you it's now. It's very cute. Yep. Dungeons and dragons. Shopping carts and cubicles. And yeah. 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 It's a great time. That's a fun time. Um, And so it turns out that uh, Skeleton used to be a mighty warrior and he wears a crown, which is great. So... We are in this treasure room, yeah. and it's full of beautiful treasure and a fabulous knight mm-hmm. armor. And Skeleton is clearly a deceased human. Yep. How did he get trapped in there? Well, you see, there are a lot of options. Well, okay, fair. For this particular setup. This is, this is the least of our concerns in this world. Because of this world... I have zero concerns about this skeleton. It just always cracked me up a little bit because he's uh, also wearing a crown. Yeah. So, like, there's a whole backstory there of, oh, yeah. like, a royal This was a great ruler. warrior who was maybe a prince, and he went off, and he was very foolhardy, and he tried to steal the treasure or do something. Maybe there was a necromancer involved. Or maybe we were a greedy king who rather yeah. concealed him. Yeah. There are a lot of options oh, yeah, for I, how we became a sentient skeleton i just i really (laughs) and there's a whole sequel of skeleton's backstory i'm just dying for (laughs) ben uh hecky hecky if you're listening send me those uh, storyboards please (laughs) i'll share them on the website yeah (laughs) and so goblin tries on the king's crown Right. And he's like, look at me, I'm the Goblin King. I like it, does a little dance. Like, Absolutely. we're clearly, I'm playing pretend. Yeah. And then there's the sound of boots on stone. <gasps> and there, it's a great... <laughs> An excellent close-up of just like, oh no, eyeballs. There's not a lot of this that, like, lets you know that he does a lot of graphic novels. But the close-up on the eyeballs is straight up graphic novel. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. Oh. And here come the adventurers storming the dungeon. Although... It's not that hard to get into because no. even the first picture shows that the, the door's door broken a long open. time ago. Yeah. So here you've got a wizard, yes. obviously. You've got your dwarf guy. Um, if this barbarian lady... So the elf is a barbarian. Right. Which is great. If she wasn't an elf, that would be my character. <laughs> the fact that she's an elf just... I, I don't play an elf. All I right. play a, a Fasimar barbarian. <laughs> Her quest is for the world's greatest hat. <laughs> it's a great game. Excellent. 
And then there's definitely a rogue at the back with the keys. And one thing I noticed, we are big on obscuring the faces. Yeah. I think possibly so that you're not like, oh, here's the, like, adventurers. They're who we should care about. No, you, you're very much like, these are archetypes. Yeah. And they are bad people. They're terrible. In. They are coming into this dungeon where this great, excellent goblin and skeleton friend duo are live. Are just hanging out. Right? They're just doing their own thing. These jerks. They're big jerks. They're also obviously higher level characters, uh, which means that a goblin is not a concern for them. Oh, that is clear. Even though they come in like ready yeah. to like throw well, down. they don't know who's down there. It could be anything. It could be giant purple worms. Could be. Isn't. It's not. the. It's a bad time when it's the purple worms. They're very big. <laughs> I, I did not realize we were about to do a D&D episode. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but also I'm You not. already did the whole Montreal episode. I'll try and rein it in. Okay. So. Good thing there's... I'm in charge of editing. Yes. <laughs> so the adventurers are terrible. They scare the rats. They knock over the torches. They plunder the pantry. What is in the pantry? He, I have no idea. He chewed on an old boot for breakfast. Skeleton <laughs> doesn't eat. What Maybe it's in the, the rat pan- food. Which still would be like moldy grain? Who knows? I've just, I'm always fascinated by that section. Yeah. Goblin hid under his bed until they went away. He's so sad and so scared. scared. I'm glad that they did not spend the time to look in his nook. Me too. Yeah. You just don't want that. No. The adventurers took everything. And he's so sad and alone in that room that That was so lovely. Monstrous treasure room. Yeah. And it's, he's so little in it. I know. (laughs) He's so sweet. No. You never wonder whose side you're on. No. From the moment you turn to sweet little goblin, you're with him. Yeah. Screw everyone. <laughs> Screw the adventurers. Yeah. No, they're awful. Uh, and so Goblin puts on his crown and walked out into the world to find his friend. Little mice are looking at him. They're so worried for him. They're very worried for him. The fact that he hid under the bed, but he's not going to let them take skeleton. Yeah. Why did they take the skeleton? Just, they took I mean, everything. They, took, they just sort of piled it all up, maybe. I know, but like... He might have had something cool on them, and they didn't want to spend the time uh, to look for it. There's also a wizard. They've got old, a wagon. Yeah. Old they skeleton might, yeah. seems like good for casting of whatever. Who knows? I don't play any wizards. <laughs> Screw this, guys. Yeah. There are too many, too many rules. <laughs> I like it when it's maybe just punch them in the face. Mm. To, to be fair, if I was picking a character, that is the way I would lean. It's a good time. You would... Really enjoy D and D. I have had a lot, several friends, but I hear there is nothing harder in the world than try and schedule a D and D game. Yes, truly. Uh, anyways, so now we will meet Goblin's neighbor, his, his, troll. his only neighbor, who just has the most luscious red hair. Yep, flowing all about him. Yep, in a horrendous chin beard. Yeah. But like majestic in its <laughs> terribleness. <laughs> yeah, I get that's not fair. It's only bad because it's a chin beard. It's a neck. Yeah, yeah. I do but, like I do like his single arrow like sticking out of his head, and the bird just chilling on his yeah. horn. He seems very sweet. It does mostly it, because Goblin asks him if they if he's seen skeleton, 
And the hill troll replies with, he's with the adventurers who took my honk honk away over the mountain. Which makes you realize that these are just rioters breaking I mean, into people's homes. And this is exactly how you play a D&D campaign. You just wander through and you're like, oh, dang, that's cool stuff. It's mine now. And the poor goblin and hill troll you leave in your wake. No, it's awful. Monsters. Yes. I battle with this problem often. But you still take their stuff. Not as a, not as my character, but as my me. My character yes, doesn't care. Yeah, I was about to say, but you as an Annika very much care for me. <laughs> very distraught. I spent, I, my DM gets mad at me because I spend a lot of time being like, but are they friends though? What if they're friends? What if they don't mean it? What if <laughs> we meet like, them later on? No, they're terrible. Look at them torture this puppy. <laughs> Please kill them. You're like, but did we get the whole story? Right. Maybe it's an evil puppy. I don't right? know. Puppy's possessed. It's the only way to get their soul back. Right. There could be extenuating circumstances. Once again, this podcast, not suitable for children. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. But Goblin even offers to get, get the Hong Kong back. Which is so sweet. So good. And the Hill Troll's like, be careful. Nobody likes a Goblin. And off he goes. Up into the hills. What is your feeling about when books are like, the title of the book in the body of it? Often annoyed. In this one, it comes, it becomes such a refrain of like. Well, it's also kind of like the thing that like gains momentum. And yeah, and the it's swell about the, the fact, like we, we have to establish the fact that nobody likes a goblin. Yeah. So I don't mind it in this one, but there are some where I'm like, ooh, we just said the name of the show. <laughs> All right. So. But Goblin even offers to get, get the Hong Kong back. Which is so sweet. The page of him walking over the mountains. So good. I just wanted this art. Yeah. Also, it makes me think of like the flat irons. Very much. Yes. It, it's the way that the rocks are like the way that angling. they jut up. Yes. I love the faint little question mark up on the Wonder Rock. Yeah. And there's just like two little wee lizardy dragons. dragons. Yep. They're just kind of like watching them. And it's just such a fun like creating the world. Yes. Yes. Over. And it, oh. it gives you the feeling that like up in the mountains is like magical, magical creature and like land bad quote unquote right, right, right. like evil or bad or nefarious creatures and then down in the across the mountains is where like honest townsfolk right. live the good guys agreed <laughs> he encounters a farmer he's like hey have you seen my friend and he's like ah a filthy goblin and chases him down okay. the road the farmer really commits to this chase. Yes. I get like, maybe you don't want a goblin on your farmland. You're worried they'll eat your chickens. Maybe there'll be more of them. And if you let one in and then right. you're... It's like mice. Right. Maybe. But then he chases them through and in. And I'm like, <laughs> do sir, that. don't you have chores to get to? A cow to milk? <laughs> some like sheep to take out to grazing lands? There are a lot of options here. Yeah. You're just really committed to this poor tiny goblin. Yeah. And he's so little. Yes. So he runs into the inn. And it's, I think, the first time you really get, like, how wee he he's is. He's absolutely chin height on, adu on adult human. 
like he comes up to their knees. Yeah. He's two feet. <laughs> Maybe. He's very good. And so they run into the tavern with the most cliche innkeeper ever. <laughs> yes. Big strapping guy, bald head, yes. good beard with a slight amber, t- amber tint. Got the apron on. He's he he's got a mug and a, a rug. Yeah. Oh, it's it's ale. It might be ale. It looks like a coffee cup to me. Oh, oh, the coffee cup. I was looking be- at the wooden. Oh like, yeah, no, that's ale. Oh no, but he I definitely feel like was he enjoying. maybe was enjoying a coffee yeah. when this happened. I think you're right. I've always been distracted by the tail, um, by the tail, the table mm-hmm. of elves. Because I love elves and their pointy ears and they're just always so pretty. And like we talked about the art synopsis, they just individually have so much character yeah. for people we don't even like get to know. At all. They're not like all they do is become part of the mob. That's it. They're not even part of like. They don't adjacent. even have their own mo- moment. No. And also one of the best drawn quick cats you ever see. Yeah. It's just so simple. And that's a cat. It's a good cat. <laughs> After, I think I'm drawn to it because uh, Josephine definitely had some wobbly <laughs> cats. <laughs> cats. And I'm just like, mm, quality yeah. cat. <laughs> well, it's more detailed than the oils. And so then they go, they're trying to catch the goblin. And now everyone is running after the goblin. Again, what is with this commitment? They don't want goblins in their in their area. The farmer has left his farm. The innkeeper has... Think of the people not paying their tabs. I just... The goblin is more important. Gotta catch that goblin. Clearly. Oh, man. I love this innkeeper and just his, like, cliche-ness. <laughs> yes. I also love this, like, you can see the swoop. Oh, the next page. You can see the swoop yeah. as he gets up onto the cart to because he has found the skeleton, which always seems too fast at this point. I get to here and I'm like, but that was what you were trying to do. How can this be the end? How can you have already found the skeleton? Because we're not out of the woods. No. We've only we're completed. We're only halfway through. Yeah, we've, we've completed like the first objective. Yeah. And there's a fair maiden tied and, up. Yes. And she is so pissed. So pissed. And there's the honk honk who is definitely a goose in a cage. And potentially golden eggs under the cage. Yeah. I never noticed there's huge mud caked up on the wheel yes. of the wagon. This may be why they're stopped. Like they're, this might yeah. be why. That would make good sense. Oh, one thing we didn't discuss in the art synopsis is mm-hmm. the whole color pl- palette is very earth tones and muted. Yeah. Though you get like a full rainbow, just, just in a more like sepia, yeah, old timey, yes, feel. Okay, skeleton is quite excited that Goblin found him, so and excited. he's sitting on top of the wagon. Gold skeleton can walk, iffy. Yeah, part of me was like he's not restrained in any way that we can yeah. see. Can and then he just when, sauntered off. But then when. Goblin runs away. Skeleton is not running. That's true. We skeleton are clearly just being dragged. <laughs> That's a very good yoink. It's in the toes, I think. <laughs> <laughs> this is not at all under his control. Oh, and that's true. He goes to see Skeleton and they sit. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I suspect that perhaps Skeleton's skull is animated. Oh, possi- he rolls the dice. Possibly he's not. 
extremely ambulatory. Yeah, extremely limited mobility. Yeah. Okay, I'll buy it. Good running. Such good running. Because, yeah, in the next page, he's not hitting the ground either. The wizard is casting a spell. Yes. Or, but not to do anything. We're maybe just playing with, like, a little swoopy, fireball-y I mean, energy thing in their hands. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah, no, it doesn't look like he was... He can't possibly have had enough time to react to the goblin showing up. No, nor does it feel like it was, if it's it was like doing, a protection yeah. no, he's spell, just it like, was not successful. Ooh, look at the shiny Ooh. lights. He's essentially flipping a coin. He's doing prestidigitation. <laughs> so they swoop around to like a cavern under a bridge in which the angry mob doesn't notice. Can't find them, which I'm like, mm. Mm. Limited options here, friends. Yeah. And well, they're above it. They haven't crossed the bridge yet. There's a creek, but I'm still saying. No, it's it's not. Shouldn't be that hard to find them. Yes. And then, Although, it is the haunted swamp. Maybe they don't want to look too close. Mm, fair. And, <laughs> and to prove it's the haunted swamp. There's a tiny ghost. Which looks straight out, Pac-Man. Absolutely. It's, it's cool. a very good ghost. <laughs> Just two little eyeballs a little too far away from each other. <laughs> oh, and then we sit in the dark of the cave with only the light through the front yeah. coming through. Troll was right. Nobody Ooh. likes a goblin. We're so sad. So Skeleton's response is like, well, I like a goblin. And this is just such a great little ride. And the two friends sat together waiting for their doom. <laughs> And like the first four times I read this to Avery, she kept being like, what does doom mean? <laughs> and it's like, huh. everything's about to go bad. There is no way it could go well. Good. Yeah. And she's like, well, why are they just sitting there? I'm like, because there's no, they're out of options. By the time you're waiting on your doom, you are waiting on your doom. <laughs> <laughs> but then we get another comic panel. Excuse me, said a voice from the back of the cave. And then there are so many eyes staring at him from the darkness. Which always feels like it should be scary. But isn't? Because it's Goblin. You're like, all right, we're already friends with rats and bats. Probably we live snakes. in essentially a cave. So what's going to come out that's, and be yeah. that's going to be scary to him? That's scarier than a mob of adventurers and town folks right that are fully capable and four times your size yeah more goblins they're so <laughs> wonderful i love the diversity of faces in the goblins absolutely because you get everything from like his jaggedy mouth Mouth time and like one of them sort of an elephant face and one of them sort of an owl face kind of a wolf face and a parrot face it makes you wonder what does goblin mean? In this world? Right. Hard to know. We're all relatively about the same height. Yeah. Maybe goblin, our goblin, is a, even a tad on the short side for a yeah. goblin. I love the guy in English wear with like his heeled boots and his rough. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He just needs a pair of pumpkin pants. Yeah. Yeah. They could just be a little rounder and he'd be perfect. It gives a feeling that goblins get their clothes from scavenging from people. 
Although they're so small. Oh, like, yeah. Are they just scavenging from toddlers? I mean, it explains the scale of the hat on all of them. Yes. But but yeah. not the beautiful Renaissance outfit. If your child was all dressed up for their portrait. And then was murdered by goblins? I mean, life gets cruel sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> we don't go into this book of why we hate goblins so much, so. No. When clearly we're so superior to them. Yeah. That's the thing that's funny to me. Let me tell you, Terry Pratchett has more to say on this subject. <laughs> I'm sure. So many things to say. It's the funniest bat. He's a very good bat. He's <laughs> just like a fuzzy or... circle with weird curly wings. Yep. And again, I do love that all of the like, we're not very important. We're just sort of an animal in the background. Almost always have their eyes a little too far apart. Yes, it's clearly a choice. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even notice the goblin's eyes also. Some of them, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Again, makes you wonder about the diversity of the goblin community. Maybe there are more comic uh, panels than I had realized. Yeah. Well, these there. ones, these ones are certainly moments, but mm-hmm. they feel less specifically like right. a comic panel than the other two, which are like big or emotion gone. in a square. These ones are uh, the goblins asking him like, oh, we see your crown. Are you the goblin king? And then he thinks about it. He's like, yes. Yes, I am. And even he looks, He's the two little comic panels we're talking about, his eyes are real big and looking at his crown is like, oh, Yes. That's me. Say it with confidence and they'll believe you. (laughs) Yeah. Which means that the goblins must defend the goblin king. Because clearly they're hiding out in the cave. I mean, maybe they just live here. Maybe so. Like, I suspect that the cave keeps going. Oh, yes. This might be part of why everyone is so loud about chasing the goblin. Because it's a whole horde of them. 12 goblins in this cave that I can see right now. And so if they've already chased 12 other goblins through town, I can see how that might feel like a goblin invasion. I mean, we, we know nothing about this, this community. We know nothing about this community of goblins. We're in in the haunted forest, which makes sense for being right. It seems like another spooky place that a goblin might live. And it does seem like it is most likely a big cave that goes back. But, but it's certainly not as nice a cave as our goblin's cave. No, absolutely not. Dungeon. Because this is a cave. Yeah. But then realizing they have found their leader, their leader that will lead them <laughs> to victory. They will help and they will defeat. Again, it makes me wonder about the social structure of the goblin community. They have such amazing alliance to this newfound king, or have they just been waiting for the right chance to feed up on all these assholes? Possibly a little bit of both. The best goblins are at least slightly opportunistic. That does sound right. (laughs) I really love that our fair damsel, who was tied Tied up up. on the cart, has joined this fight. She has been freed, and she has found a sword, and she is mad. Boy, and so is, is that goose. <laughs> goose is so mad. And ma- really, you don't... A mad goose is a not... A scary time. Yeah. 
a nice goose is a nice time, but once you make it mad, oh boy. It's only like, wow, you're a big bird. <laughs> the mayhem that is going on is just so, so lovely. Got the frying pan going. Oh, it's a great time. Oh, I wonder if that goblin was inspired by the film Legend. Which, which one? Um, it's this guy with the spiky, spiky helmet. Yes. Um, it looks a lot like one of the goblins in the 19... 19- oh, when is it from? I do not know. 1986, 1988, something like that. The film Legend. Okay. Starring Tom it. Cruise and Tim Curry. Oh. It's amazing. Because I'm not Tim that Tim big- Curry is, a, is the devil. And he's got these enormous, he's in like a whole latex suit and he's already, he's got these enormous horns and he does a like, bah, 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 bah voice. And then he does um, have a good voice for those moments. It's Tom Cruise's second movie. Oh, so we couldn't be too picky. He doesn't get to wear pants the whole time. He's like a wild boy in the forest. And so he wears like a tunic and boots and then he gets a chainmail shirt and boots. But his thighs are just always out. <laughs> All right. I got plans for after this podcast. Oof. All right. Mayhem scene. Mayhem scene. Back That's wonderful. Track. And what... I, I'm so delighted by all the things happening. And there's Skeleton and Goblin just watching, just watching. supervising. Jolly. Yep. Along with the ghost. <laughs> Weird ghost. And the bat. <laughs> Who... Helping... Who knows? Maybe he's there. Maybe the farmer is scared of bats. Well, because he's goblin, got three goblins on him. And our goblin has definitely taken the farmer's pitchfork. Oh, yes. Which is triumphantly. And he's very pleased about it. So one one last watching them all run, run off back to town. And I do love that the farmer, the innkeeper and the elves ran for the hills and the adventurers. Well, they were never heard from again. Mm. Also. Favorite part of this page is the tiny goblin going gorble. Every time we read it, Avery's always like, What's he say? <laughs> gorble. <laughs> it's so. Because you can tell that at one point he was goblin and being chased, and he is just, yeah. del- because he is the tiniest <laughs> goblin, delighting in yes. And so then everyone goes on the trip back to Goblin's house. With their cool cart of all of their things. There's an odd moment because the fair maiden is coming along and she's holding her sword, which my guess was the warrior's elf sword. But in a weird relationship to the cart, at one point I first read it, I thought they had like tied the cart to her, making her pull it. I'm like, whoa. Whoa. No, no. She might be helping. She might be helping, but it. But not not, against her will. No, she's she's doing this because she wants to. And the ghost has come along. Yep. I don't know if the bat came along. The bat might have stayed home. He had a nice cave. Back over the mountains. Which now, in the same hills, there's like a weird face hidden way down in the rock. Oh, yeah. I love that. Very nice. I just love, I just look at the ghost. (laughs) Hanging along. Booping along. And we return the goose. He's so happy. So happy. The troll. And home to the dungeon, and they've all crowded around 
a lovely dining room table with multiple chairs. Well, it turned. This may be the pantry. This may be the pantry. And also, if they did away with the adventurers, they definitely had a bunch of food on them. Like they might have oh, had like yes. a bag of holding that would put a lot of that you can put a lot of things into a small space. Oh yes, yes, yes. And so they could have been like, "Ooh, look at all, all of these th- delicious foods." It very much feels like. The goblins have moved in yes. to the dungeon. Yeah, I think we all live here now, together. Including the fair maiden? She might just be staying for a bit to, like, get back on her feet, or she might be staying. She's having a lovely time. Yes. Chatting with the goose. You know, like you do. I love how much space the troll takes up. <laughs> yes. There's the, the goblin in the corner who's definitely just eyeing the old boot. He's, He's like, ooh, this two looks Two of more them, delicious. in fact, are like, yes. What about boot? It's like a nice high boot with a cuff. This is yeah. going to be high dining. It's There's so... laces. The toes are busted. Mm. Please don't put it in a show. <laughs> I don't want to sew up that boot. I've sewed up and that keep boot sewing so it up. many times. Just keep sewing it up all it so many summer. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have any feelings about our time at the very wonderful Colorado Shakespeare Festival. No feelings at all. You want a new adult, maybe? It's definitely not a young adult book, but it's mm-hmm. a novella mm-hmm. for maybe maybe young adults. Young adults and grown-ups, certainly. About goblins. Yes. May I suggest, it's only available in ebook, but uh, mm. I know. I know. I have strong feelings. But it's an excellent novella about goblins called The Ninth Goblin by... T. Kingfisher. Oh. It's about goblins who end up on the wrong side of the war. There, There's a war between goblins and elves. Sure. And a troop of goblins end up on the wrong side of enemy oh. lines. Oh, that's and fun. then they have to, they're trying to get home. Because boy goblins don't look like elves. No. So they're trying to get back to where they belong. And they are aided by an elf who is a veterinarian. <laughs> Because this elf is very pragmatic. Okay. It's it's not like we know how to fix goblins. No, because, okay. no, no. It's We're just, just like they stumbled upon this veterinarian and he was like, this war is stupid. And also I can't. It's great. Very good time. A similar approach to goblins. Nice. It is. And clearly it's just such a fun angle of. Here are all the innocent bystanders. This is how their lives have been wrecked. It's so lovely. Yes. You can also get a similar feeling about goblins from, well, it's not a very similar feeling about goblins, but there are good goblins in it from Terry Pratchett's final watch book. Snuff? The snuff. Snuff. It's definitely snuff. Well, they are. Yeah. We realize in the co- the beginning of the cover is Goblin running from the adventurers. Yes. But the back cover is a continuation of the same page with the Goblins kind of watching. He's yeah. like created this whole extra scene. <laughs> just, just a great book. Unexpected, sweet, has adventure, but isn't very scary. Like no. there are stakes, but it's not dangerous 
And because it, whenever you ask about the doom, it's because it does feel a it, bit dire. Yeah. You, you've known it's going to work out for Goblin, and then you're just, you're a little worried for him. Because he's accomplished his goal, and it and didn't go great. Yeah, because <laughs> I feel like so many of storybooks, there's one goal. Yeah. And as soon as you do that, things have worked out, and this is a great little, like, but sometimes things sometimes are more complicated. Sometimes there's follow-through that is also very important. So, yeah. A good time. Uh, rhythm. Not, not super relevant. It's a really pleasant read. Yeah. It, it doesn't feel too, like, it's not like unbalanced pages. It's small sentences. It's small amounts of words for the amount of story you get. I yeah. feel like, I keep it's expecting it to be one quick with, read. with, more chunk just for like how much stuff happens. Yeah. I think it's just one of those because the art is so wonderful. It, yeah. it tells you so much because the picture of the melee, the pa- the two page spread of the melee has three words on it. Yeah. And you could just stare at this page for a long time. <laughs> do love a melee fight. I do As love discussed a melee. in previous episodes. Like Princess and the Pony. Oh, we spent a long that was time a on that one too. Great <laughs> melee. Uh, yeah, and I even, I even like the little cliche. They hold two of the goblins hold a little the end. Sorry. Yeah, I, normally I don't love it. Yeah. you know when it's a book you love, you're willing to put up with things you're Just, not yeah. willing to in other books. <laughs> yes. <sighs> what a good book. What What's the moral of the story, Annika? Friendship is magic. <laughs> oh, see, and I think it is the oppressed when having <laughs> when gathered in numbers can to defeat the evil. Mm, yeah, and then mm. I got Yeah, wait, no, the can defeat their oppressors. Yes. Mm. Ha ha. Do you think there is a whole secondary book where we find out the goblins are horrible? They like eat. Ch- <laughs> they eat your children. They. Burn and destroy your houses. I don't. I think I mean, goblins are a little bit icky. I think they're maybe a little bit scavengy. I could, like yeah. I one hundred percent believe that they would find a corpse and be like, "Ooh, a couple of dinners." And also this and fabulous clothes, new cloak, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it definitely feels like the goblins Which do not make would their own. Would be very unsettling if you were a person who knew that possibly your friend had died on the road. And then you saw someone wandering around wearing them as a hat. And maybe having a nice leg of something. So, uh, a nice leg of Tom. Right. <laughs> like that might be a bit of a time. Elves get a pass because they look like humans. Yeah. We're, they're not creepy magical because they're just humans. They're, except a they're pretty. humans, but prettier and fancier. Mm-hmm. Generally. Yeah. It's, it's a whole thing thing <laughs> this is not our help back <laughs> it's the whole time Hold. can i tell you about D? <laughs> please let me tell you about D. sure you can do it just not when i have to <laughs> like spend so much time cutting us out it's just that they're part of the monster classes or they used to be part of the monster classes now there aren't isn't really a monster class because you can all almost all the monsters are playable characters and so mm. you can play a oh. goblin if you want to now Great. there are stats for that but they did not used to be and so it used to be like here are the evil guys right 
the monsters. Here's the monsters. They're sentient and they're like cool people, but they're monsters. So you right. can just kill them without thinking about it. Because you will never be one. Yeah. Anyone and you like, know will never so be one. So you know one. that like the orcs and the hobgoblins and the goblins and the, right. were, you know, they're just evil. If you find them, just kill them. And then they were like, it's eh, a little. Yeah. And so now uh, most of those are playable characters in a different game. I definitely play a hobgoblin who is a terrible theater child. <laughs> he spends a lot of time disguised as his idea of a pirate, which is based upon a play. I, I love him in the so role playing game. You could be more of a nerd than you are. In real life. <laughs> he disguised himself as a beautiful princess and killed a lot of people. It was a great time. Was he wearing like a bad Goldilocks wig? It wasn't a great disguise, but I rolled really high. And so I convinced a lot of people to walk into the maw of my friend who had turned themselves into like a giant wolf. <laughs> so much as I, wandered, as I wandered about going, oh no, I'm terribly oppressed. Oh no, I cannot find my dog. Have you seen my dog? Good sir. It's a great time. Uh, oh, I love D&D a lot. I haven't played in a very long time. That is part of the problem. Any any more moral guesses? No, I think that's probably I fine. I think we got it. Uh, <laughs> Learn more about goblin morals by reading Terry Pratchett and or T. Kingfisher. <laughs> next week. What are we reading ah. next week, Annika? Oh, man. Next week, we're reading a very different book called The Relatives Came. Story by Cynthia Ryland. Illustrated by Stephen Gamel. It's one of mine feels appropriate because it's about the summertime when all of the relatives come to visit at the same time. Oh man, that feels like this summer. Yeah. As people <laughs> feel comfortable up to traveling and seeing and Yeah. Oh. I just have funny chip. We're going to read this two days before my sister and brother in law meets. <laughs> Oh, what? This one only has one shelving note. We'll come up with some better ones. Yeah, we'll help. Engagement. How do you feel about goblins? What is your favorite goblin literature? Mm. Share it with us on our Instagram, Peter Rabbit Hole. Yeah, or tell us what adventurer you play in your D and D or other TTRPG game. That would be awesome. Let us know. Maybe show us some cool art of them. And we might even post it on our website. www.peterrabbithole.com And if you can access neither of those things, because maybe Katie is really behind on the website, <laughs> feel free to email us at thepeterrabbithole at gmail.com. Engage. With us. Please. <laughs> we are speaking into the void. At least we have a nice time. It's true. If you made it this far into the podcast, let us know if you're having a nice time. Please. <laughs> oh, man. We just sound like the text messaging from the after that second date <laughs> where one of you thought it went real well. The other one was, was like, like, oh, no. <laughs> hey. Hey, how's it going? Hey, just, hey what, just just checking in. How you doing? Just, you know, send me a text. Let me know if you got this. Just, you know. Just not sure if I put your put your phone number into my phone, right? <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>